0: Hi everyone, welcome to our Sunday service. And we are ending our series called Perspective. And as we all know, dapat po three weeks lang siya. Pero gaya ng quarantine. Extended din po ang ating series right now. And I'm so glad to um to end this series. And so blang is at favorite preaching ko so far. Favorite uh series ko so far. And I've been really meditating on Psalm 23, verses 1 to 6, and about verse we can learn a lot from these verses and I hope as you are also reading these verses, sana you, niya sa inyo, sana nakainspired niya sa inyo and obviously sana nagkamit natin sa pangarau-arau po natin ng buhay and allow me to um, greet everyone who is watching. If this is your first time, welcome po to Victory. Allow me to greet my friends from Subic, from Castillejos San Antonio, and even from U belt. Um, thank you for joining us and. When we talk about Psalm twenty-three, we've all, we're all familiar with this. How many of you here know? Bata po kayo, naalala alal mga kantang uh, Psalm twenty-three ang ang ng Aking Pastol. Kinakanta niyo rin pa nung mga bata kayo, and you've been hearing this from churches. Um, other people are using this, and um, from for the past three weeks, we've learned that the author, obviously of Psalm is Psalm twenty-three is David, and we've known David to be the man who defeated Goliath. And not only that, David was not just only a warrior; he's a king, and also he's a shepherd. And when you say of a shepherd, he tends sheep, right? Okay? And then um, scholars would say that when David was writing Psalm 23, you might be wondering, "Ano ba yung hugot ni David when he was writing Psalm 23?" We can trace it back in Second Samuel chapter 15, starting from verse 14. If I can read this, Then David said to all his servants. Who are with him at Jerusalem. Arise and let us flee, or else there will be no escape for us from Absalom. Go quickly, lest he overtake us quickly and bring down ruin on us and strike the city with the edge of the sword. At this point, scholars would say that David was being pursued by his enemy. And surprisingly, the enemy during this time was his son Absalom. His very own son, could you imagine? um Absalom took his kingdom from him. David lost his loved ones. David lost his son. And then even his kingdom. Major loss for David. I highlighted phrases in this text that probably some of us could relate. Just like David, you might be in a period right now where there is no escape for you. Dead end na. Yung parang wala solution. Parang there's no way out. Some of you here in this situation, in this um, COVID 19, in this pandemic, um, you've experienced a lot na parang sa tingin mo with your business loss with your family loss with your um, career parang ang dami dadaanan you've been worrying a lot also in this verse in this verse there were people trying to bring down ruin upon David how many of you here okay? you know some people who tries to bring ruin into your life yung walang ginawa ko nitarang hilahin ka mababa may mga kalahatang makayang ganon, or may mga naeispektiyon tao, and, it, it, and in this verse, as well understand, David was at the edge of the sword, of, he feels like his life is at, always at risk, his life is always at risk, death is at the door, is at the door of his, um, is in door, in, his, in his doorsteps, kung maga, parang death is just waiting out there, anytime pwede siyang mamatay and realizing this. What can we learn from David's life when he was facing these times of crisis, these times of trouble? What could be the perspective of David? Ano po ba ang perspective ni David on how he faced his enemies? And as we go on and as we end this series, I hope we can learn a lot from David and his perspective will influence us on how we live our faith, on how we live our lives. I remember one of my friends, Shalto Says one of my friends, um, si, if I can mention his name, si Aki, sabram, I saw him carrying uh, an army Swiss knife. Eh, hindi po yung, yung, yung Swiss knife. Nya. But um, I asked him why he was carrying that Swiss knife. And then he told me, sabi para ng panahon, uh, he's always ready, he can defend himself and his loved ones obviously. And in the same manner, when we look at Psalm 23, I hope it will just be like a Swiss knife for all of us. A Swiss knife na hindi lang pang display. A Swiss knife that you will use in times of trouble, in times of need. I hope when you started memorizing and reading Psalm 23, it did not just um, stuck in your mind, in your head, but it translated into you increasing in your faith, you living out your life. And if you are that person going through suffering or trouble or facing enemies right now, gamitin mo yung Swiss knife na Psalm ngayon. But someday, for some of you, you're not in this position right now. I hope someday, you will open up your Swiss knife, ready Psalm 23, and I hope you will be reminded of this series na on oh nga na on how, on how this series ministered to all of us. Sana po mag, uh, mag, maging useful Yung series nato. parating That just that, that just like David, we are faced with our enemies. And so, um, as I open up this preaching, why don't you open your Bibles with me? Let's read our uh, let's get our Bibles. Let's read from Psalm 23, starting from verses one. I'll read the entire chapter po para mas ma- pa natin. In Psalm 23, verse one, we've been reading this for the past few weeks. It says here, "The Lord is my shepherd." Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In the past few weeks, we've learned that David, the author, referred to God as what? As our good shepherd, the good shepherd. In fact, in verse 1, he mentioned that the Lord is my shepherd. And then he started describing God, that he makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside still waters, and so on. And for the past three weeks, we've been learning. and po bagay Okay, Number one, that the Good Shepherd, week one, provides for us. Week two, gives us peace in times of distress. And week three, the Good Shepherd protects us. For the past three weeks, we've been referring and we've been um, trying to digest kung sino ba si God. And ano ba yung analogy on God being our Good Shepherd. And if you clearly understood the analogy, all of this god being our provider god who gives us peace god being our protector all of these three will make sense if you clearly understood the analogy that ultimately we are what we are the sheep okay? turn to your neighbor or sa mga mo sa bahay mo ba silang tupa okay? if you acknowledge that you are like a sheep helpless on your own, you cannot do it. On your own, you cannot face your enemies. On your own, you're, you feel so weak. You don't know what to do in your in your life. You need a shepherd who will guide you and lead you. All of these three will make sense if you acknowledge that, Lord, you are my shepherd. And for some of you here right now, I I believe for the past few weeks, I hope you've been um, saying yes to that invitation. The Lord, be my shepherd. Be the shepherd in my life. Interestingly, if you've been observing, for the uh, for the first three verses, sabidon, um, David was using the, uh, was ref- uh, describing God using the third voice or the third person. But in verse four, pagbinasan David starting to be started to become personal with how he described God. In verse four, Lord, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. In verse five, you prepare a table before me. You anoint my head with oil. Could you imagine for someone who's been describing God, talking about God, and then fast forward, he started talking to God. And I realize, some of you who are watching right now, it's easy for us to describe who God is, to tell about who God is. You can describe God But you need to understand in the same manner that David was very personal to God. That he can actually talk to him. I believe God is also after that kind of relationship with us. Friends, as you are watching this, when was the last time you actually talked to God? When was the last time you actually opened your Bible? Extended po ang, probably yung quarantine for some. Pero na extended ba yung time and yung opportunity mo para magbasa ng Bible. Na ba or nag increase ba yung time or yung chance mo. To get to know more of who God is in your life. Or lumipas na yung quarantine. But here you are, you haven't even um initiated that conversation with God. I realized from the very beginning, God wants to talk to his sheep. As a shepherd, he wanted his sheep to recognize his voice. But the problem as we are as I was listening, I was I was studying this, I realized some of us here we haven't heard the voice of the shepherd. We haven't took time to hear from God. We haven't took time to pray, to meditate the word, to silence ourselves. My Netflix, my my TV, my internet, my mga games, my mga pagkain, you know, any, dist- any form of distraction. But you haven't took time to hear from God. I believe for some of you right now, it's an eye-opener for all of us. That yes, why David was fully confident that God will provide, God will protect him, and God will give him peace. It is all rooted out of his personal and intimate relationship with God. Friends, in the next few seasons of our lives, if you want all of those three, God being our protector, our provider, that he will give us peace in times of trouble to really make sense in our situation, I hope and I pray that you will... First and foremost, say yes to that invitation to be the sheep who will heed the voice of his shepherd. Hear the voice of the shepherd. Come to him, talk to him. We can never overemphasize this for the book of Psalms. Apart from us acknowledging that we are the sheep in need of our shepherd who will guide us and who will lead us, the entire series, the entire preaching will never make sense. Again, let me ask you this, is God really your shepherd? or is your job your shepherd is your family your shepherd or are there any other form of books or activities or shepherd let god be the one who guides and leads your life at this point in verses 1 to 3 god shifted um david rather shifted from describing god being the good shepherd he described god to be what the gracious host he described uh, god to be the gracious host can you take me back to that moment where you entered a friend's house and your friend welcomed you so much to the point that linikandaan na yung um pagpasok mo sa bahay he prepared your 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 the host prepared the best table the prepared your the yung utensils Alam niyo po sa provincia, sa bahay po namin back in lucena takang-taka ako kung bakit mayrong mga spoons and mga forks na alam mo yun, hindi binubuksan and my parents will tell me Para yan sa mga it's really a wonder for me and then I realized as a, as a gracious host as a great host as a welcoming host the host will always make sure I hope that's the role of the host the host will make sure that he will prepare everything for his guest and at this point in verse 5 if we can read further evidence of verse 5 God being our gracious host, He prepares a table before us. God prepares a table before us. And I like this because as a gracious host, I could just imagine, Rabbi Lord, I will enter your house, I will enter your presence, I will enter your home, and then you will prepare a table before me. And I could just imagine what kind of preparation will God do for me and no class in preparation we can refer it in verse 11 of John chapter 10. Habidor, Jesus being referred as the good shepherd is what the good shepherd lays down his sheep lays down his life for the sheep rather. In other words, if the good shepherd with, uh, is willing to lay down his life for the sheep. What more as a gracious host? The gracious host will obviously give his best for his guest. Bibigayan na yung best that he will prepare um, ko anong naman yung yung best niya for his guests, and and I have your pictures wherein I could just imagine, na alam naman, pagahanan tarkas si Lord whatever he would prepare for us. If imagine if God laid down his his son for us, alam What what kind of provision or what kind of what what kind of table will God prepare for all of us? Anong klaseng table? Definitely, it will be the best. God gave his best for us. In other words, the same table will be provided for us. The the best of all the best that we can think of. But, and so, aren't you grateful na, I know, that when we enter the house of God, when we enter the presence of God, aren't we grateful that we have a gracious host um, who laid down his life for us and who prepares the best for us? He is so gracious that even if we don't deserve his preparation, he's very much willing He's very much delighted to give His best for us. If this is the first time you've been read, hearing this message, that's how much God loves us. By His grace, there are things in our lives, on our plate right now, on our hands, that even if we don't deserve all of this, God graciously gave it to all of us because He is a gracious host. He gave His Son. He gave His best. Why can't He not give this good gifts and this best presence for all of us. In Psalm 23 in the same verse. Ito po yung tanong ko, Lord. Thank you, ah. Thank you God because you prepare a table before me. Pero Lord, in the same verse, you've mentioned you prepared a table before me, but it is in the presence of my enemies. Lord, bakit kailangang nasa presence ng enemies? Pwede namang Lord, you prepare a table before me, in front of my friends, of my loved ones, of your angels, of your kingdom, of your of your of your goodness. Parang bakit pa in the presence of my enemies? What we can learn from this text actually is this: that obviously in the Bible, the Bible is very clear that the enemy is real. Say it with me. Comment it below. The enemy is real. If this is our first time thinking or hearing this, and you might be thinking, if Christian bad, dapat bawala nang gaaway? Dapat bawala na tayong pagsubok? Wala ba dapat, dapat struggle? Wala na ba dapat suffering? The Bible was was very clear with this that the enemy is real. Inasmuch that in our present world, diba, sa mundong to, ano po yung present? Pag may bida, merong kontrabida. All right? Pag may bida, may kontrabida. May mga haters. May mga bashers. May mga pasaway, may mga trolls. Wherever you go, they are just lurking, okay? And even right now, as you are hearing this message, may na imagine tao. Hindi pu'yano asawa mo, hindi pu'yano katabi atabi ayon, ay. Okay? Who are? Who might be? There might be those people in your mind that at one point they became, or uh, you perceive them as your enemies. Nagi ma naging kaaway masila, and. It is very real, na Lord. Oh, nga, no in the, in the Bible, the enemy is real. That is why in John chapter ten, verse ten, I like this verse. Sabi dito, the um, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Even Jesus acknowledged that yes, He is the giver of life. He's the, he, he 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 wants to give abundantly, but there's someone, there's this thief who would want to steal your purpose, mo, Who would want to kill and destroy? every precious relationship na meron ka right now. There's this someone who will rejoice kapag nakita hang. you are down, you are in your lowest point, that you are not worshiping God, that you are not reading your Bible, that you are pulling away from God, that you are staying away from your walk with God. There is someone rejoicing when the church is divided. There is someone rejoicing pag, pag lumalayo, oh, there is someone rejoicing every time we sin. Totoo po yun. But what we can learn from this in as, as, as the enemy is real, David did not ignore the reality of the enemy. But the question right now is this, in the presence of David's enemies, how does David perceive God? How does David perceive God when he was surrounded by his enemies? How does perceive the situation? How does perceive God in the presence of his enemies? I want to leave you with three things. In verse 5, we've, we've been reading this, that God prepared a table before him. In other words, we can learn from this that in the presence of our enemies, God will still provide. Week 1, talk about this. And I realized God provided a table right before our enemies. In the presence of our enemies, there is this provision. Whatever you need, the weapons, the food, the word, the promise, the hand what what do you want to do what do you what do you need to be victorious to emerge victorious over this situation you can come to god and ask from him the table is full of your of god's provision for you when was the last time you went to that table you sit, you sat on that table with god lord i am here right now enjoying my presence in front of you in this table lord i i need this right? and then god provides for what you need when was the last time you actually went to your table and anam, took whatever you need from that table. In verse 5, dun, not only did he prepares a table before him, he also anoints his head with oil. During those times, po, when, when someone anoints um, a, a guest with oil, it's, it's, it's an affirmation. It's a welcoming gift. Parang, when you're being anointed with oil, sa mga oil natin dyan, okay? when we use oil, okay? it it refreshes the guests. It brings um, fragrance that will refresh your, your 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 spirit, your soul. And and at this particular moment what we can learn from this is every time someone is being affirmed or being anointed with oil when he walk when, when he's being welcomed in the house, there's an assurance that you are part of this. Come on, ka dito. you are you are very much welcome. There's this um, it's like a gift. Saying, uh it's like the host telling you, here's my gift for you. Huwag kang mahiya, ka. you are very much part of this celebration. You are very much part of this festive. Kasama ka sa, sa, sa party na to, sa piging na to. And so my second point would be this, that in the presence of my enemy, God assures that I am His. Nakasama tayo, that we are His, that we are invited, that we belong to His presence, that we belong to His team and his team is the winning team mga kapatid. isn't that exciting that in the presence of the enemies god is telling us mo yung mga enemies na yon, you sit down sit down with me enjoy what i prepared for you enjoy the food enjoy my presence and let me assure you of this i am for you i am your protector i will be the one to protect you from whoever that is who's trying to pull you down would you focus on my presence? Would you focus on you enjoying this company with me? What an assurance for, for, for David. For David, he was so assured that yes, he was being pursued by the enemy. But he was so certain that he was that his head was being anointed with oil. He was affirmed. Uh, he was uh, he was assured and he was welcomed. And from that point David felt refreshed. David felt refreshed. Some of you here, as you are watching this video, you've been so tired, pagod na pagod ka, sagot sa mga bashers mo, kakaintindi sa mga persecutors mo, sa mga nag question ng faith mo, sa mga bumabati ko sa mga sa sa'yo papaba. Alam mo and Then you've been so annoyed by these people, you've been so stressed. Okay, alam mo yun, they've been trying to um, uh, parang pull you away from God's purpose in your life this season. Let this word be an assurance for you, that you are His, that you are God's. That that, that if you consider yourself as a sheep, and God is your shepherd, there's this assurance that you belong to God. Victory is His. Chapoy yung bahala sa tay. And some of you need to hear this. Na alam mo nang you've been fighting and fighting and you've been so tired, na you're feeling mo you're defeated ka, na parang nubagay mo, alam na kipaglabas ka na parang mula naman ng kampe. If you felt so alone in this battle, if you felt so alone that you you look at your situation as a bahay solo, no one's there to to fight for you, no one's there to defend you, and then you've been praying and asking from God, Lord, I need help. You need to realize that our greatest defender is our great God, our good shepherd. We are his. And the third point, in verse 5, it also says, our cup will overflow. Our cup overflows. In other words, yung cup po natin, whatever we have right now, hindi magkukulang. Hindi matatapon. Whatever you have right now, even if magdistraction ng kaaway, even if inaalog ka ng kaaway, even if may mga pasaway sa paligid mo, your cup will still overflows. It will stand. In the presence of our enemy, God's plan and promises will stand. Whatever God provided for you, the plan, the promise, whatever He gave you, your cup will always be full. Your cup, your that that promise will come to pass. That word will come to pass. Whatever na um dreams or vision that you've been praying mo kay God. I mean, there's just so much um assurance from God that um it will overflow. His plans will always prevail, even if you've been distracted by by a lot of things, and um, I like this because it reminds me, pag yung kapu natin nago overflow, alam mo yun? Hindi ka na ubusan. Hindi ka na ubusan kahit nagbibigay ka. Hindi ka na ubusan kahit na hirapan ka. Hindi ka na ubusan kahit um, may humihingey. Because your cup will overflow if you are mind you. If you are in the center of God's will and presence in your life. I firmly believe God will cause you to overflow, not just to be a blessing for others, but you would realize if overflowing then yung plans and yung purposes in your life. Natutupad, nangyayari yung plano, nasa lahat yung mga promises, because you are His. You need not to worry if God's plans and purpose will, will be accomplished, but you can just be assured he prepared a table. He prepared a table before you. Um, he anointed you with oil. Your cup will overflow no matter what happened. God will cause you to be a blessing, to serve your purpose, to be a generous um, giver to other people. And um, for some of you right now, I believe God will just give you a vision on how your cup of love, on how your cup of generosity, on how your cup of of your of or probably of humility, or of patience for others of overflow. Some of you here, sobrang parang feeling mo, ubos na ubos ka na. In the presence of God, you will be refreshed. You will be filled up. At mag-uumapaw po ang presensya ng Panginoon. mag ka, hindi ka naubos. Hindi ka maubos. Hindi dati yung panahon na parang feeling mo, walang-wala ka na. Na wala ka na maibigay. Have you encountered those people, na parang grabe, no? They've been so generous, They've been so sacrificial. They've been loving others unconditionally. Yung kahit parang unfair. Hindi ka ba lugi dun? Pero hindi eh. Never silang nalulugi. Never silang nawawala. Never silang nauubusan. Because their source is God. They clearly understood. God, you are my source. I will continue to overflow with whatever you want me to give for others. We will overflow. That's my prayer for you. That in this season, we will overflow with the goodness and and the greatness and the blessings that God has been giving us. And we can share that to others. In verse 4, no wonder, this the psalm no, that David all of these three, right? if I can just recap, that in, in the presence of my enemy, God will still provide. In the presence of my enemy, God assures that I am His. In the presence of my enemy, God assures that um, God's plan and promises will stand. He wrote this in verse 4. Obviously, this 3 was proven true and valid. Because in verse 4, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Obviously, that security, that because God is with us, because He is with me, Allah know that He will provide for me. Alam mo lang na there will be so much peace because God is with me. Alam mo lang na you are with your protector because God is with me. I hope as we end this series, you really take it by heart. Lord, you are my shepherd; you are with me. Sige nga, What are you teaching me? Talk to Him. Talk to your shepherd, Lord. Sige, do this. Tell this to me. I wrote here the place of victory is the place where you are in right now for some of us the reason i wrote this is because some of us we've been wishing and praying Na lord wag na lang ako wag na lang sa lugar na to wag na lang sa shadow of the valley of death wag na lang sa presence of my enemies Pwede bang wala na lang and that has been also my question Lord, pwede bang wala na lang kaaway? Pwede bang wala na lang pagsubok? Pwede bang wala na lang sa paligid ng mga valleys of shadows of death? Pwede bang in the, in the place of victory na lang lagi? Pwede bang place of triumph na lang? Let me declare this for you. I believe for some of you right now, let me just declare this. The place where you are in right now is the place of victory. It will be the place of victory for God. Because in verse if we can go back. If we can go back in verse 5. Sabi niya doon, 4. ba? Verse, four, uh, verse 3, ladder. Sabi niya doon, He leaves me in path of righteousness for His name's sake. For God's name, for His goodness, for His glory, in the presence of our enemies. To all people, to His enemies, may it be known. May it be known that God is great, that God is our Good Shepherd, that He will be the one to provide for us, He will be the one to give us the victory, He will give us the assurance that there is so much peace and protection in our life. And I realize, could it be, I'm not trying to belittle whatever enemy or suffering you are in right now, but could it be that when God allows you to be in in the middle of that fight, in the middle of that battle, in the middle of that victory, Eh? God wants as well to show His glory. God wants as well to show His, His goodness, not just to your life, but to other people's life. If you can just examine with me for a moment, in the presence of our enemies, alam, alam gawin ng Panginoon sa buhay natin? again, in the presence of our enemies, this will be the place wherein God will tell you, Anak, I will be the one to sustain you. You're in the you're in the middle of a, or of, of a battle. You're in the middle of a of a struggle. If you trust me as your shepherd, if you trust me as your leader, if you surrender your life to me, i sa I will cause this mess to be a message. I will turn this testing into a testimony. Yours will be a story to tell to other people. And you did not to pray. You did not to pray. The no, Lord, sana wala na lang battle. Sana wala na lang fight. But even in the presence of battle, even in the presence of fight or pressures, in the middle of the valleys of the death or death, that can be the place of revival for you. This can be the place of victory for you. This can be the place and we can tell, Lord, for your name's sake, we will tell other people, Lord, you are my shepherd. You are my good shepherd. And you are the one who led me to this victory. No wonder, in Psalm chapter 27, verse 1, yung confidence ni David, sobrang tumaas, sobrang increase yung confidence ni David, na kahit ano pang pagsubok, na kahit ano pang battle, sige lang, in verse 1, Psalm 27, ito yung mga inaptorin yung verse. Sabi niya dun, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Sabi niya, Whom shall I fear? Grabe, no? Sinong kakatakutan ko? The Lord is my stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? If David did not went through, if, if David did not suffer all of those things, if he did not go through those trials, those persecutions, those those um, testings, he did not experience sobra-sobra yung goodness at yung grace of God. In verse two, when evil doers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. What a confidence to say! To my enemies, you will be the ones who will stumble and fall. In verse 3, Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. David remained humbled. He was he, he was humbled by God. That in whatever battle he's about to face, he, he realized victory belongs to God. So you Ang victory belongs to God. Lord, so, lagi Lord. Lord, ikaw yung victory belongs to you. I will surrender this battle to you. And I like this verse. If you can read this with me and and meditate this for us sec- or for for a bit habi dito. This was the prayer of David when he was facing all of these battles. One thing have I asked of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all of the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty and to inquire in His temple. That's po yung prayer ko for all of us. I will never wish, I will never pray na ilayu kayo ng Lord sa mga battles na meron kayo right now. Some of you it's so hard, some of you it's so difficult. But my prayer will be that God will give you the grace to face those battles, the ability to carry this weight, the ability to go through this suffering and emerge victoriously. But in this verse, ito po yung prayer ko, that yes, you're in the middle of a battle, or a suffering, or a trial, or a testing. Seek of this, that you will what? That you will ask of the Lord, and that you will seek more of God. Ano po yung desire natin? That we will dwell in His house. That we will enjoy His presence. That we will appreciate being in the presence of God. That times of crisis, will allow us to appreciate our times of our humble times with god times of crisis will allow us to experience the grace of god in our lives that we will dwell in the house of the lord that we will gaze upon the beauty of the lord that we will get to see how beautiful god is and that all the more we will inquire of who god is in our lives that instead instead of turning away from god all the more we will inquire of Him. We will go to Him. We will go to God, pray more, read our Bibles more, and seek Him more. I, I realize God is not just our God in times of success, but all the more, in times of our suffering, He is our God and He wants to reveal Himself to us. Talk to our shepherd. Talk to Him. In Psalm 27, verse 6, sabi dito, and this is also my desire for all of us. Now my head shall be lifted up above. There is so much confidence above my enemies all around me. And I will offer in His tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. problema. We will just sing songs of praise and worship when we are going through trials and suffering. Just like David, we gain so much confidence from our shepherd that we can sing songs of worship and praise before God's name. Going back to Psalm 23, verse 6, sabi dito, Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In verse 6, Tiyak nang na pag-ibig at kabutihan nyo ay mapapasakakin habang ako'y nagubuhay. In NLT, habidon, surely your goodness and your unfailing love, in NIV, your goodness and your love will follow me. The word followed there means this. Follow means to pursue or to chase after. In other words, surely goodness and mercy will what? Will pursue us, will chase and after us all the days of our life. Again, If God is our shepherd, surely goodness and mercy shall pursue us and follow us. And so as I end, I realize you might be here as you are watching this video. If you are in the presence, if you are faced or you you are surrounded by the presence of your enemies, remember this, wherever you go, no matter what happens, God's goodness and mercies will pursue us. God's goodness and His mercies will pursue you no matter what. There are enemies, but the goodness and the mercies of our great shepherd, of our good shepherd, is made available for us. We can tap to Him and ask from God, Lord, I need you. I need you to come to me. I need you to come and do something in my situation right now. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22, last verse, it says here, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Every day, God's goodness and mercies are there for you. That's my prayer. That you will never be emptied with the goodness and the mercies of God for whatever you are going through right now. Allow me to pray as we um, before we wrap this, this service. Lord, That's our declaration, God. Yes, God, goodness and mercy shall follow us, shall pursue us, and will chase after us every day of our lives. Lord, in whatever we are facing right now, as we are hearing this message, I hope that we will always be reminded, that from the very beginning, your goodness and your mercy, you've been pursuing us. From the very beginning, even if we don't deserve it, Your provision is made available. Your peace is made available. Your protection was was always upon us. And Lord, I hope that we will be secure and confident that just like David, we can face no matter what kind of opposition the enemy would try to bring in front of us. We can be confident, oh God, to emerge victorious in whatever we are going through right now. Lord, just like David, you are raising a generation Not just of shepherds, but warriors who will face battles, who will emerge victorious, and who will return to the king and say, Lord, here I am. I am victorious. By your grace, by your goodness, I am here right now. I thank you, God, for all the victory that you've been causing me in my my life right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. And if this is your first time and you haven't made that decision to surrender your life to Jesus, would you make this decision today? to make him the shepherd of your life. Just repeat this prayer after me if you wanted to pray this prayer, if you wanted to um, make that declaration today. Lord, we humble ourselves before you. I acknowledge that I am a sinner, that I am a sheep who's in need of guidance of my shepherd. Lord, I acknowledge that I sin against you. And Lord, today, I want to turn away from everything the Bible calls sin. And Lord, I want, to, I want to welcome you into my life. And Lord, as you get to see all the mess and all the dirt in my life right now, I am sorry for all of this. And by your grace, God, you will wash away all of this guilt and all of this shame. And And, and I thank you, Jesus, for what you did on that cross. Because of this, God, I now have a new life in you. Thank you for what you did on that cross. Allow me to 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 walk with people who will journey with me in my Christian faith, and salamat God for this. is Just the beginning of the many things that You're about to do in my life. All of this, we ask in Jesus' name. We pray, Amen and Amen. If this is your first time praying this prayer, let me remind you that there are people who would love to journey with you and walk one and do one-to-one with you. Um, there's a link below, or you can comment down your names. And then let us know that you would want to do one to one that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and we will be gladly um, discipling you and uh, enjoying the, the group of people who will um, help you in our faith. Many, many salamat po for all of you who join us. Sorry, ma'am, See you next week. Um, invite your friends and your family members. God bless. We have an exciting series next week. See you.